0: Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 1st, episode 3256, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people.
0: It's Friday, and
2: another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad
3: ads. Enjoy the show.
0: That's right, it is Friday, and we have a great show planned for you today. Dr. Latcher of Spring Hill Equine, a regular guest here, uh, had the chance to catch up with Jennifer and explain how veterinarians use the Hoof app. And you can how What's you the can use it. Well, I, you're wrong, actually. Now I need to start picking on you because I interviewed two companies who make hoof products at the oh. show, and they both pronounce it my way and say you're wrong. So every time you say it incorrectly, I'm going to correct you now. Where Where are they from? At, they were from the Northeast. Mm-hmm. That's right. Where, I'll, where, I'll wrong. where all the smart people are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go uh <laughs> ahead. carry on. What else are we doing? <laughs> also, I'm gonna bring you a new interview from Ada. We're gonna start having some interviews that I recorded there about new products coming to the market. You we always said that you would hear about new products first on this show, and that's true today. A couple of new products we're gonna bring to you, plus some really bad ads. And in the post-show, we're gonna talk about America's most polarizing foods.
2: Or words so- like Hoof. Carry on.
0: (laughs) That's polarizing. (laughs) Uh, It's been the most polarizing word we've had on this show, that's for sure.
2: That's because you're wrong.
0: (laughs) Well, no, apparently you're wrong, according to the experts. You're not British. According to the experts, you are incorrect. Uh, So... There's a new Celebs with Horses that's out. I wanted to mention that. Grammy-nominated Western music artist Lacey J. Dalton talked about her passion for America's Wild Horses, the Mustangs, and the tragic accident that led to her to co-found the Let'em Run Foundation. She is a huge Mustang advocate, has really led her whole life for this, Uh, wrote some songs about the horses, did an album with a bunch of other artists about it, raised a ton of money, and... It was a fascinating interview. I got to edit this one. Uh, and you know, of course Lisa did her usual usual wonderful job on it. So if you haven't subscribed yet to Celebs with Horses, they have three episodes out. Go subscribe on your podcast player. Auditors, it was put in your feed yesterday. So you'll get to you'll get to hear it there. But uh I'm proud of what she's doing with that show. She has one a month coming out. I don't know who the next one is. She doesn't really tell me ahead of time. But uh you're gonna like this because you'll blab.
2: Because <laughs> you'll blab. It's a secret.
0: <laughs> if you're into uh, if you're into Mustangs at all, this is a good episode to take a listen to. All right, Daily Winnie time. two auditors with birth the birthdays Charlie Ann Stevens and Gron Ram who is from Sweden. We have so many Swedish listeners. It's so cool. And it's your turn. <laughs>
2: Well, if you went to Sweden, I'm going to just go to my front yard. Today's the day. I'm so excited because if you guys remember, I had my shed, big giant run-in shed destroyed by the tornado and uh, so I was able to take all my insurance money that I collected and buy a giant garage for hay storage and a giant another big run-in shed and these are going to match my barn I'm so excited and they come here today so the point of me telling you this Glenn is um we may get phone calls because it's here, so if I have to cut. It's because I have to go down and tell Chad go get stuff. Thank you. I'm so glad he's here.
0: <laughs> well, yes, I'm. I'm glad you're get finally getting your shed. I mean, you're gonna have to post pictures. We have to see. pictures. I, I
2: will. I, I will. I'm the excited just shed. because it's just like missing pieces and it's just like things that you need to function in your existence and i've i'm improving on all of it and just making my farm a little bit more uh user-friendly and functional and less work because right now this hay storage we have is like a carport with tarps that are that's effective in in tornado valley What's great. Yeah. So we've got a, the tarp on the north side and we've got it like with little grommets and hay twine tying it together. And um, the wind we get here, the wind comes sweeping down the pl- All of the Oklahoma wind comes through and it tears the tarp probably at least every <laughs> once every month. And so what happens is my husband has to go out and climb up on the ladder and fix the grommets where the tarp is and the baling twine is broken. So he goes up there and then he just cusses. Like, I mean, (laughs) it's a thing. It's a problem. So he's constantly having to keep my hay dry. And anytime it rains, it still gets wet. And then I've lost hundreds of dollars in hay and then blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, I think he's very excited because I said, you know, we got this money. What can I improve for you? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, how about we get somewhere for the hay to go? And he was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Dad, please. <laughs> so peace on earth will reign <laughs> after today this stupid thing gets delivered.
0: Hey, I wanted to, you've been posting a ton. I remember a few months ago, we had we had somebody on, or we talked about the fact that none of us can grow gardens very well. And it's just been, we've been terrible at it. Except for you now. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many pictures of your bountiful bounty out of your garden. What happened?
2: Um, no, I, I've always loved garden, like... I don't like gardening without a purpose. So I love gardening and and, and doing things that will then feed me. <laughs>
0: so everything yeah, has but to I be related. I mean, we haven't related. been great at that.
2: Well, I, I haven't, but I've also been in Arizona where everything is just (laughs) terrible, you know? And, uh, but I finally found a place this year. I tilted like crazy. I really did the like pre-work. I took the manure pile and like all my manure, put it in it. I mean, I really, I like dialed this thing in and oh my gosh, I have had fresh, let's see, I did tomatoes. Okra, beans, squash, zucchini, cucumber, cherry tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, big tomatoes. I have tomatoes coming out of my ears, y'all. So uh, yeah, it really took off this year. I did plant watermelon and cantaloupe, and uh, those, 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 those were, those were failures. But I did get some spaghetti <laughs> squash. I did get some cool things, um, and I'm at the point now where it's, you know, end of August, everything's starting to dwindle down except for like a couple okra and beans are going crazy. I've, I've literally canned 30 plus cans, jars of tomatoes. I mean, I have been on it now. I'm really, really tired of it. Like <laughs> I just, I'm over, I don't care anymore. And, and Chad's like, have you picked the garden? I'm like, I, I don't know. then wanna, you have
0: wanna, to do something
2: I, with <laughs> I'm tired of it. I've just picked so many tomatoes. I'm like just over it. And now the okra is like, we're ready. And I'm like, I just don't care anymore. I'm so over it. There's a picture. I saw this picture. And it's like, day one of planting a garden and it's like this Pinterest girl and she's looking all made up and she looks beautiful and she's like on her hands and knees and she's like sowing the seeds and then it's like the end of gardening season it's like this haggard dirty bedraggled like mess of a woman I'm like that's me that's me at this point <laughs> I look homeless out there I just yeah but but I feel like I've done well I've I've had a billion jars of jalapenos I've pickled and I mean like well look at me pickling jalapenos I, I, Glenn. I
0: just I am in disbelief I, I I was wondering do you qualify as a homesteader now so I looked it up. You want to Uh-oh. hear the definition of a homesteader?
2: Uh, okay, okay.
0: Uh, homesteading is a lifestyle of self sufficiency. It is characterized by subsistence agriculture, home preservation of food, and may also involve small scale production of textiles, clothing, and craft work. So you got part of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need to start making clothes. I don't, I don't see you making
0: your own clothes. But right, let me you, just tell you you're right preserving now. food. I-
2: I am. I am. I'm preserving food. I'm growing it. I have chickens. I make the eggs. I'm trying to, you know, my husband, ha- we have $9,000 worth of powdered food in case the apocalypse happens because that's what my husband did uh, without me knowing. Uh, this giant delivery of
0: food shows up. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. You're a homesteader and a prepper. I. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a homesteading that's- prepper. <laughs> that's terrible. It's a new I thing. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Oh my Homesteading god! Homesteading prepper, I love that. Uh, I am that proud sucks. of you, though. You did it. You made you, you made the garden work, and I we just we had that conversation in about June about how we suck at it, and now you no longer Speak suck at it.
2: Speak for yourself. Now, I will <laughs> tell you that my. Um, I got I got I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, Glenn. So I have my chickens and they always love to get released out. And I've had to start continuing to keep them locked up because there is some sort of predator coyote coyotes that come through every night. They wake me up because you can hear them. But the chickens are locked up, but they're taking chickens like at four in the afternoon. And it makes me very sad. more brazen, huh? Well, I was like, I don't even see them. And then um, the uh, the I walked out in the pasture and I was like, oh, there's one. There's one. There's one. Or the, at least a poof of feathers that is the, mm, the chicken. The so they're not even taking them. <laughs> they're like grabbing them and eating them in the pasture. It's awful. So I'm kind of irritated about that. So my egg, produ- I'm buying eggs. Point is, <laughs> I'm, I'm not prepping for eggs.
0: So the chickens are going to eventually be all gone. <laughs> they're just going to be. Well, no, look, you're I've feeding had... the local population.
2: I mean, I'm really tired of feeding the local population, but my my, like couple favorite chickens exist still. And so I've got them locked up and they look at me and they're like, please let us out. And I'm like, no, you'll die. (laughs) So
0: it's a mess. I, I want to get to the bizarre story of the week, but I want to tell you that I spoke to Zach. Remember our conversation about everybody should have a Zach? Zach's the the uh, the good old boy that's cleaning our property out there. Yeah,
2: Ke- Kevin's the one
4: bringing my shed. So, <laughs> so yeah.
0: There you, go. you have your own Zach. Well, I spoke to Zach last night. He's been out there bulldozing and, t- you know, uh, taking the brush and trees out that are dead. And uh, he's got about another week to go on it. But he said, I said, yeah, we're probably going to come out this weekend and see your progress. He said, well, we'll be very good. And of course, Zach is, a, he's got a southern accent. He's, it's just what you would picture. And he said, uh, he said, well, be careful in the front of that property. I killed a big old rattlesnake there yesterday. Oh, my gosh. We walked through that property. Remember I said you couldn't even see the ground? It was so overgrown. And we were, like, hacking our way through. We probably walked over rattlesnakes. So he said, yeah, just be careful. Walk on the parts I already did. You're <laughs> like, lucky to be alive, my friend. <laughs> I said, all right, no problem. And today, exciting, too, we're ordering the barn. We Jennifer has... Do uh, you decided on something? Yes, what are you we decide, getting? we I don't think I can describe it. It's almost kind of like they build a lot of these in Florida where it's, it's a big, it's a bo- pole barn kind of thing. And then they put the tack room, an enclosed area for the tack and hay and stuff in the back. And then the front, the stalls get built out in the open area, so there's a lot of airflow. And then one side is is kind of enclosed to the open area, so it's kind of hard to describe. But there's a lot of those in Florida just to keep it more open for airflow. So, so is
2: there like a middle aisleway, yes, or is it just like the a stall? Yes,
0: there's yes. And there's doors in both of the enclosed spots where the tack room and the hay storage and stuff is. And then I'll build out the stalls. We'll build the stalls ourselves. We know how to do That's
2: that. That's what so. I was wondering, too. So yeah. you have to put in the actual yes. stalls so and all So this is the a things. metal
0: building, hurricane rated and all of that. And then we put in the stalls and stuff, which... We've Done before, so it's not a big deal, but yeah. Oh, so, that, you're we're,
2: gonna be cussing for oh my god, four
0: to eight weeks so that should be showing up at the property. Hopefully, if we get the permits, that's the other thing. We got to go now through the permitting process, so that'll be fun.
2: Yeah, I'm, I we were when we were discussing where, where to put the garages this morning. Chad's like, Hmm, did we uh, did we you know get any permits or anything? I'm like, No, no, we didn't. He's <laughs> like. We need those, and I was like, you know what? Ask for forgiveness. We're replacing one that was already
0: there so. Yeah, I kind can't. Of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> now, certain counties require permits for certain things. Like, some counties, you can put a shed up. They don't care. You know, there's no water running to it or anything. They don't care. But uh, some, this county, this rural county we're moving into, has all these requirements. It's weird.
2: I told Chad, I was like, here's the thing, honey. We're not building it on the property. It's coming, and it's going to yeah. be delivered, oh, so we're not care. building it. And he was like... <laughs> So what does that matter? I'm like, well, we're not building it.
0: It's just going to be put there. <laughs> Maybe I should take this part out of the show. I'm sure the county permitting <laughs> office is listening right now. Let's get um, on to the bizarre story of the week and keep Jamie out of trouble. Um, I don't know what they do if they find you. Or- I don't know what they do if you don't get the permit. They-
2: well, I'm never going to find out because I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah. we didn't build it. It yeah. just got put here. Yeah, and the, the only they're way gonna they're going like... to know
0: is if your neighbor tells them. So, uh, oh. Your neighbor loves you, so that. Should Good be a news problem. is,
2: yeah, we're super. Everybody loves us, so.
0: Bizarre story of the week, and I thought about making this the loser of the week. It kind of qualifies for both. Tatiana Remley is 42 years old, and she was taken into custody by the San Diego County Sheriff's Department on August the second during a sting operation at the Starbucks. There's so many bizarre things.
2: Okay, wait.
0: (laughs) That's the first bizarre operation at at the the Starbucks. Starbucks.
2: I'm, I'm
0: listening. (laughs) Um, Local reports indicate the couple who were behind the doomed acrobatic equestrian show, Voltaire. Do you remember that one? B-A-L-I-T-A-R? We must have talked about it at some point. Had a volatile history filled with previous divorce filings that they did not follow through on and accusations of abuse. So here we have this husband and wife. The husband's name's Mark. She's Tatiana. 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 Well, she... Filed for divorce from her husband of twelve years, and as part of the court proceedings, you ready for the next bizarre part? okay uh, she was ordered to drop her monthly spending from fifty thousand a month to twelve thousand a month.
2: Wait, or, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they they're, they they have an equestrian like yes. show that well they is did it, it failed.
0: failed it went belly up so the equestrian show was history but she still had the farm out there in San Diego County and we all know that you can't run a farm for fifty thousand a month in San Diego County let alone twelve thousand a month which we, she was dropped to well she got pissed
2: how she, is she able to survive well
0: that was the problem. poor thing she wasn't apparently <laughs> she, that was unacceptable to her so she went to a mutual friend. And offered the mutual friend $2 million to kill her husband.
2: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> there's the next bizarre thing. So she goes to a mutual friend. Now, get what I'm saying. A mutual friend of her and the husband. And offered the mutual friend $2 million to kill the husband. In that one sentence, there's so many questions. Like, if you have $2 million to give to a killer, you can afford to make up the difference between 12 k and 50 a month. For a little while, anyway. The other thing is, you go to a mutual friend. Guess what the mutual friend did, Jamie?
2: I'm going to guess the fact that he probably told.
0: He told Mark, her husband, of the plan, who then called the police, as you do, and they set up a sting at the Starbucks. So she thought she was going in to pay the uh, or to talk to the killer, and it was actually an undercover agent, because as we've learned in the movies, no hire for hire killer is not an undercover agent. They're all undercover agents. Yeah. Uh, also, her husband claims that she set fire to their $5 million home in the swanky Del Mar uh, community just days after she allegedly tried to solicit a hit on him.
2: Okay, hold on. Let, <laughs> so, me, let me get this straight. Yeah. Okay, so Tatiana Yep. Is wondering she wants to divorce her husband. Seriously have some money somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not through the equestrian world. It's just they just have money. So she's like, My husband is trying to take a lot of my money and use my expenses. So instead of just divorce him, I'm going to have him murdered. So then she calls a friend, a mutual friend, and says, Hey, help me figure out how to get my husband murdered and I'll give two million dollars. So the 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 friend calls the police and and then t- tells Tatiana that there's somebody uh, that is going to <laughs> do the, the job. Right <laughs> so they go at this point they're supposed to meet at the Starbucks to figure out and and detail the murder for hire situation even though the mutual friend is not the guy who's supposed to kill him.
0: Why are we never at the Starbucks when fun things like this happen?
2: <laughs> oh my god, cuz I go to the drive-thru. i I need to go in. <laughs>
0: Okay, there's more bizarre. Do you want to hear more bizarre about this? Oh story? my
2: god. Okay.
0: Tatiana, this is a throwaway sentence in the story which which caught my attention. The the exact details of how Tatiana, who has Mark's name tattooed on her stomach, asked for him to be killed have not been shared by the police at this time.
1: Wait,
2: what was that? What was the reason for telling me that she has Mark's name tattooed
0: I on her know, stomach? I don't know, but it was thrown in this story. <laughs> Maybe because it was the Daily Mail. <laughs>
2: where did, I was going to say, where is the Daily Mail? So it's probably a picture of the tattoo. So Mark's name is tattooed on her stomach.
0: She tries to kill him. So
2: there's they don't know how they haven't shared by the police on what murder for hire. No, she didn't. Reason. Guess
0: what? She also had two concealed firearms in her vehicle and didn't have a permit for either one. So they arrested her for that, too. So
2: I feel like that's the least of (laughs) it. Carry on.
0: So now. All right. So now if she gets found guilty of all of this, she's going to spend up to 10 years in prison.
2: That'll save her some money.
0: Yeah, sure. Her expenses (laughs) will be down. (laughs) Just a bizarre story. So many bizarre things in that story.
2: Okay, so the, the murder for hire, she sits down with a federal agent who's pretending to be a guy who is pretending to be a murder for hire. She sits down, talks to him. At that point, he goes, Oh, you're arrested, you're busted," you know, and like goes and 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 arrests her. And so she she has been charged. She is. Yes. is She in prison right now. Well,
0: that's the in- another interesting bizarre thing in oh, this story. I take more. Do you know how California releases everybody? That's a big problem. You commit murder and you're out the next day. They denied her bail. She's in jail.
2: Oh. Well, that's probably good.
0: (laughs) Well, she was definitely a flight risk, right? Um, So, anyway, that was the first story. Uh, This one's less bizarre. Uh, Well, I didn't know this, though. At next year's Paris Olympic Games, thoroughbreds competing in any of the equestrian disciplines, dressage show, jumping, and eventing, will, for the first time, be recognized in the starting lists and results as a thoroughbred. What have they been named as? Breeding unknown. Apparently, apparently... There was an understanding between the FEI and the World Breeding Federation of Sport Horses, which I've never heard of, that only member stud books of the World Breeding Federation of Sport Horses can be credited. So in other words, if you were thoroughbred, their stud book was not in this federation, so they would put breeding unknown. Is that the most bizarre thing you've ever heard?
2: Uh yeah, what was the? Po- I don't I, remember that. Like to see a thoroughbred, and they were like, "Oh, we don't know what it is."
0: <laughs> well, apparently in the books on the on on the paperwork it was always listed as breeding unknown. Sounds a like bizarre a bizarre thing.
2: A bunch of people that are like, they're not in our group, so we're not going to recognize <laughs> them. They didn't pay us the twenty five dollars a year to join the federation.
0: There you go. So I do want to one last story, and I want to thank Heather again, Otter Heather, for. Uh, for putting up with us and putting our horses up for the last couple of days since we had to bug out. Uh, She's been great. Her farm is beautiful. And she has some help over there. And I also wanted to give a belated happy birthday to Gina, who is one of her helpers over there and helping us out with our horses. And happy birthday to her today, too. That leads to the next story. Study show. This is not a full study show. This is one study, but I think we all knew this. This study out of Britain says grass may drive obesity, the b- obesity problem among outdoor horses. They determined in this study that grass is something that you really have to worry about with obesity in horses. Isn't that why a bunch of your horses and my pony wear a muzzle already? Because we already knew that.
2: We, maybe they, in Europe they didn't know. <laughs>
0: just Grass consumption appears to be the biggest factor affecting obesity risk in outdoor horses.
2: Oh, that's so weird! I didn't know that. <laughs> that's
0: crazy. And also, they determined in this study that breed was strongly associated with equine obesity. I think we kind of knew that one too, didn't we? Certain breeds. Oh, you mean like
2: one? certain breeds like are more ponies? susceptible? Yeah. And Andalusians and yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, Quarter Horses and yeah. Paints. Now I appreciate that people are still studying stuff in the horse world, but. I just read this one and went, oh, well, nothing there is new.
2: That's weird. Well, good (laughs) thing they spent money on that. Yes.
0: All right, let's take a break for Kentucky. You know
2: what you have to do? All you have to do is go to kppusa.com and read any sort of article about it, and they will be more than happy to tell you all about horses getting fat. (laughs) And...
0: This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
2: Spring is here, and so are pastures full of luscious green grass. Spring grass is high in vitamins, minerals, and sugar. Most horses have little problem adjusting to the changing sugar levels found in spring pasture, but for at-risk horses, grazing on sugary grass can lead to big problems such as colic or laminitis. By paying attention to daily temperatures and following a couple of simple rules, you can limit your horse's access to such sugar-laden grasses. In the spring and fall of the year, limit grazing or stop it completely when daytime temperatures are warm and nighttime temperatures are below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Under these conditions, the grass produces sugar during the day and it stores it in its leaves. At night, the plant transfers the stored up sugars to the roots and stems to fuel the growth. If the evening temperatures are cold, the grass will not make that transfer and all of the sugar will remain in the leaves where it is readily available to your horse. In the summer when days are sunny and nights are warm, it is safe to allow grazing in the early morning hours, but it should be restricted late in the afternoon or evening. This is because most of the sugar that was produced the previous day has been used for growth overnight. Therefore, the level of sugar in the leaves is low in the morning. But as the day progresses, the grass once again accumulates sugar in its leaves in preparation for nighttime growth. So later in the day, the more sugar-packed leaves become. Because grass is a great source of essential vitamin E, horses that are restricted from grazing, especially easy keepers and horses in hard work, may develop vitamin E deficiencies. Lack of vitamin E can result in sore, stiff muscles and neurological problems. Elevate Maintenance Powder from Kentucky Performance Products is an affordable way to provide your horse with the vitamin E missing from his diet. Each scoop provides 1,000 international units of natural vitamin E, and natural vitamin E is absorbed and retained in the tissues at a much greater rate than the synthetic vitamin E found in many feeds and supplements. Best of all, when you choose a Kentucky Performance product supplement, you get a 100% satisfaction guarantee.
0: So for new listeners of the show, we every year, twice a year actually, go to something called Wisa and ADA. Wisa is the Western English Sales Association and ADA is the American Equestrian Sales Trade Association. And they have a trade show twice a year down in Dallas, Texas at this big tall building. And they have about four floors of stuff. And this is where wholesalers and manufacturers come in and sell to retailers. So this is not open to the public. This is wholesalers selling to retailers. And it's basically
2: where your tax shop buys its yes. stuff to sell in its stores.
0: That is correct. And what we do is we do interviews with some of the companies there that are either brand new companies or companies that have new products. And we do short little interviews to introduce you to some of the new products coming to the market this fall. So you guys are the first ones to hear about these. You probably, probably nowhere else have you heard about these products, and I'm going to bring these short interviews to you over the next couple of weeks. And the first one I have for you today is with Kat, one of our longtime friends here in Ocala. She runs Benefab, and they have a couple of neat new products that can help your horse health-wise also. Well, I am here with an old friend who we just love hanging out with, and... I think I was around when she started this company. Yeah. I think we were, actually. I actually
4: think you were. I think you were one of my first uh, advertising calls I ever received.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, So Kat is here, and she is with Benefab. And we we talk to her every ADA and every WISA. This is my 30th ADA slash WISA now. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> I've been doing I'm been first a little... stop of the yes, day. Yes, first stop of the day. I always come to you <laughs> so first because you're so bright and cheery. Oh, my. So you have oh, some new you. products at Benefab. Tell us about it.
4: Yeah. So exciting stuff. Um, we actually have one of our original uh, line, which is the, you know, Benefab stands for beneficial fabrics. So the original, quote-unquote, products are just the therapeutic fabric. So we've got a new colored pull pad out. And... Glenn you can relate to this because we both live beside the Greenway and we love it yeah. um and I trailer out to the to the um trail quite trailhead quite often and many times I'm riding back to the trailer and it's getting late at night and I worry about bicyclists or something yep. you know coming a lot up on, yeah exactly so this is a reflective pole pad so you not only get the therapy but you also have the reflection so for our listeners that can't see it if you think about like a bike vest or something you know it has that reflective piping so it really does make a big difference when you're riding is this
0: one size fits all or
4: it is yes so we have ponies that can use it the difference is it's got these little felgro enclosures um so they just go underneath the brow Mm -hmm. band area um and then for our big warm bloods that are out there but any kind of like head tilting, um, just for overall relaxation, stiffness, one way or another, it's great. Yeah, because
0: it still does have the therapeutic fabric.
4: Exactly. Yeah, so increases blood circulation, reduces inflammation, and our customer promises increased mobility and less pain in three weeks guaranteed with all of the Benefab products. But the pole pad specifically, I mean, we have a lot of equine chiropractors that carry it on their truck, and what you find is with, the, with horses that tend to get out in their pole atlas area if you use these they're having to be adjusted a lot less because it just keeps that better alignment and when your neck as a human is in alignment everything else feels better and same thing with horses
0: so it protects you from getting hit by a car or bike
4: Uh, amen
0: and it also helps the horses out in the meantime
4: yeah exactly exactly it's it's
0: easy it's a fun little product yeah what's it retail for $29,
4: 29 well, 2995 I know it's a great a it's
0: stocking stuffer
4: Exactly <laughs> I know it's an easy to use thing it's convenient and yeah I love it cuz it also provides that relaxation to one of the most important areas on you know the horse's body and you can also this is a fun like pro tip you can put it across the brow band and it will actually sit atop the governing vessel 24 acupuncture point which is a natural calming and anti anxiety point so If you're like me and you have a horse that gets a little bit edgy off property, then I actually rigged my halter. I put a brow band on my halter, and I use this trailering to the Greenway. Uh, And they're just like a little, he's para. He's like a little bit quieter. He's a little happier once I get there. And it makes all the difference. No drugs.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. What about the bell boot? You have a new bell boot, too. Yeah, Which the one I'm looking at kind of is scooter-sized. It's cute.
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's our small one. Exactly. (laughs) It is scooter-sized. Yeah, that's our yearling pony um, uh, size there. But, yeah, this is super exciting because we have had tons of requests for bell boots. We have a lot of horses that use the Benefab successfully for navicular cases. And then also quarter cracks. Um, And we've had a lot of requests. Our quick wraps that we've had. quarter cracks? Yeah, it will help with the circulation and hoof growth. Yeah. Sorry.
0: I didn't realize it'll, that.
4: Um, yeah. No, it absolutely. It helps with bringing circulation to the lower hoof. And many times that can be a big cause of it's just a lack of circulation.
0: Scooter has quarter cracks all the time.
4: Oh, okay. All yeah, which is an imbalanced foot. But what it'll help with is the hoof growth, right? And yeah, what... I have found with our quick wraps, which they've been around for a long time, but people were getting the inner lining of the quick wrap and they were putting it lower, um, to be able to help with quarter cracks and things like that. So we developed this, um, this bell boot, which it's not a no turn, but it will help with the, with the turning the way that we designed it. Um, it's not a specific no turn just because you find that, um, they would rub the horses sometimes and some horses just can't handle it. So we have um, but this is a smart one. So it has the therapeutic material that Benefab has in all of the products and then it also has seven medical grade magnets over the acupuncture oh, really? points. Yep. So if you've ever seen have you ever seen acupuncture done yeah. to the horses around their hoofs. So these little circles here oh, yeah. are all of the magnets. So if you've seen it done, they'll put the you know Good. they'll put the needles in there. Yeah. So you get a, a dual therapy and added stimulation to those areas.
0: So okay. pony horse extra large. Right? Yep,
4: you got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's the yearling yearling pony size, and then we also have the medium and the large.
0: So. And what are these? Do you know what these are going to retail for yet? know oh they're brand new.
4: You're putting me on the spot. I believe it's forty nine ninety five. Well, that's the right price. Too. Yeah, yeah, for a pair. And is
0: it nuclear velcro? Uh,
4: you try to open it.
0: Okay, it's nuclear velcro.
4: It really is. <laughs> it really is. I know. Actually I tested it seriously. And well, those that's the have the
0: biggest been... problem with uh Whole foods.
4: I know. Well it's... believe it or not, these have run through the wash three times, a machine wash. They look pretty darn yeah, good, they right? Look great. Yeah. Um, and they've been tested and yeah, that's our biggest thing. My horses is, okay. So my two warm bloods live in bell boots and especially my one, he's real upright. He always has to have bell boots and he's allergic to rubber. So it's like tricky. I have to get the fabric ones, whatever. And he loses them like mm-hmm. it's a bad habit. It's so frustrating. And then every time he loses one, he loses a shoe and he's so upright. It's like a constant battle with him. He, these kept, these stayed on. They, they, stayed on for a week during testing and when at least be available so they are on order for our wholesalers here but they will be out for the holiday season so by october
0: all right. Very good. And I'm happy to it's announce that Kat and Benefab are going to be one of our title sponsors for Radiothon. And I'm she so promised excited. to come over to the studio this time and sit in with me.
4: And be on and video. And now, now you're on the air saying it's <laughs> Yeah. You're going to have to hold me accountable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. You were my, fir- or you were, we were your first stop. That's it. And now hey look, got I got, got the last spot.
0: You did. So Benefab.com.
4: Uh, Benefabproducts.com. products.com. Yep. Benefab, like beneficial fabrics, B-E-N-E-F-A-B products.com.
0: Well, coming up next, Jennifer got to catch up with Dr. Latcher about a new app that's out there that might benefit all of you.
1: Well, I'm so happy to welcome back to the show, Dr. Latcher, fellow podcaster and veterinarian who is in Spring Hill, Florida, or no, you're in Newberry, Florida and it's Spring Hill equine. Did I get that right? You did.
5: Yeah, there's a hill here called Spring Hill. So, there you go. <laughs> there you go.
1: There, well, and that's that's important for those of you who are not Floridians. Anything over about, I think, 25 feet elevation is a hill in Florida.
5: <laughs> y- yes, Spring Hill would be not a very impressive hill to anyone but someone from Florida. <laughs>
1: yes. There, there's this urban urban legend, I don't know if it's real or not, that the highest point in the state of Florida is the top of one of the landfills. i could believe it that's for sure (laughs) i don't know if that's true there's one that we drive by going back and forth to orlando it's right along the turnpike and they've actually made out of i suppose the oldest part of it the one side of it is a park (laughs) it's all mowed it has little hiking paths around it but it's just completely bare green beautiful grass so you can't use it eight months of the year because it's too hot but they made it into a park so you go to the park and go for a walk and, and enjoy the methane (laughs) <laughs> Come to Florida. Come to Florida. But that's not we have. Why we have you on the show today? Today we're going to have you chat with us a little bit about something called Hoof Map. What is it? What does it do? And why is it important?
5: Well, Hoof Map is an app that we use in the practice quite a bit to document and foster discussion about horse feet. So, so Hoof Map is a convenient app on your phone, and you take a picture of a horse's hoof, you put it in there, and you can put various different measurements and tools that help you basically evaluate what the hoof looks like from a very objective standpoint. And for us, what it does is it allows us to document what's going on with a foot and look at changes that are occurring in a foot and see if they're going the way we think we'd like them to go and to also foster discussion between us as veterinarians barriers and the client about what's going on and how it's all going. And, you know, like I said, objectively be like, no, no, we're talking about the toe here or the heel here. And this is how we think we'd like it to go. And then like, let's all sit down and discuss that from a measurement standpoint, as opposed to, you know, I, I think it should be straighter or curvier or, you know, whatever we come up with for discussion. It keeps it all much more objective.
1: So this is a thing that you use with your phone, with the camera in your phone. It doesn't take x-rays. It's taking pictures of the outside of the foot, right? Correct.
5: And okay. the, the gentleman who developed it is amazing. His name is Yogi and he is on the internet as the equine documentalist. And he has many, many, many research papers out there looking at he took x-rays of horse feet, like many, many, many x-rays, and compared them to the actual horse feet. And so he has external markers that tie to the x-ray of the foot.
1: Okay, let's stop so, there for a second. I think this is this is something that may be lost on some people because for years and years and years and years and years, if the hoof was shaped like thus... This is what was going on. But now that technology has moved on a little bit, we're able to see that the hoof might look like the insides are doing A, when in fact we take a photograph of the horse's hoof and an x-ray of the horse's foot, and we kind of superimpose the two together so we can see them both at the same time. What we think is going on on the inside might not be what we think is going on when we go and look at the outside. Correct. And
5: that is, and what he has done is taken those two things together and said, okay, we have these general markers we can look at at the outside that are nearly always going to be following this going on with the x-ray. And there, in general, it is much more about the balance of the foot and what's going on from that standpoint, as opposed to, you know, we have something funny going on with the bone. So where we find hoof map helpful is the the day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year monitoring of what a foot is doing when we're trying to manage that overall balance.
1: Overall balance. Not, you know,
5: do we have a laminitic horse and we're trying to manage something that is massively rotated? You know, hoof map is much more your day to day than it is. We're trying to fix something very, very wrong going on in a foot from a metabolic or, you know, a a veterinary standpoint.
1: So this is useful for keeping things from going awry because sometimes hoof balance, you, your horse starts going off. Oh man, horse off. Oh, his hoof balance is really bad, but that hoof balance didn't get messed up in six weeks. That hoof balance got messed up in a millimeter at a time over a year and a half. And that's what this can help exactly. exacerbate. Why can't you just use your phone and take a picture of the horse's foot?
5: Well, one one reason you can't do that is that when you see some of the angles and some of um kind of the templates that are on HoofMap, you could do them. It's extremely difficult. I've been trying to do them with a phone for a long time. But for example, one of the biggest ones I use is what's called center of rotation. So there's a template where I take a line, I basically draw it on the coronary band, I'm going to put a hash mark at the heel, and I'm going to put a hash mark at the toe. If I then divide that line into two-thirds from the heel to the toe and one-third from the toe back to the heel, so like we're going to have a little tick mark on that line that's more towards the front of the foot than the back, that radiographically will nearly always line up with the center of the coffin joint rotation surface, and that is where, that's why we call it the center of rotation, and it's where the center of the foot should be. So the way we then do that is we take a line on the bottom of the foot, we draw a line there that's you know on the, the plane of the ground, then we're going to draw a perpendicular line up. This all sounds way more complicated than it is when you see the picture, but that line that's perpendicular, we're going to line up to that hashtag, and that's going to tell us how the balance of the foot is doing from a front to back standpoint. That is really hard to do with the available lines on your phone and get the measurements.
1: <laughs> Got it. Got it. So give me a example of a simplified one, because this, would get, this is really hard to explain audibly. <laughs> um, a really simple example of how this might help a horse owner and farrier working together. Is this something that the horse owner has, the farrier has, the vet has, all three have?
5: Yes, basically is the answer. Um, I find, so I use it on my horse every time, my show horse, every time she gets on. I could use it on all of mine, but time is, is of the essence sometimes. So my horse in particular, she has very funky hind feet that like to get really long. We have really good research that long toes on hind feet and coronary band angles probably less than 35 degrees. Everything in horses, by the way, and and Yogi is very good at telling you this on this app, this is guidelines. Like There's nothing Mm -hmm. hard and fast. It's a horse, but these are guidelines. So in general, if we can keep her coronary band at 35 degrees, we can keep her hind limb happy, and we can reduce the incidence of suspensory disease, and we can reduce the incidence of low back pain. And my horse loves to be extremely difficult about that process. So the farrier and I constantly work on, okay, we have shot a picture of her foot and we're going to see how she's looking compared to last time. And are we making progress moving forward on where we want her foot? And if we are making progress, what are we doing right? And if she's not making progress, you know, cause she's mine. So we tweak a lot of things on her. What have we tweaked lately to see, okay, we were at thirty seven and now we're at you know thirty two. What have we changed from last time to this time to cause that change to happen? And that's where this is particularly useful For me as a veterinarian uh, and a farrier doing little tweaks like that, where I also find it super useful is when I'm out looking at a horse and I say, "You know I'm looking at this horse, and the toe is too long." And that's easy for me to see. But when I can put that foot into hoof map and show you a visualization of where it's supposed to be with lines everywhere, it instantaneously makes sense to all involved.
1: And considering the number of horses I see at every socioeconomic level with long toes and low heels, um, this is an essential Mm -hmm. thing. (laughs) (laughs) because i I can go i can go i can go to the slaughterhouse i can go to world equestrian center the percentage of horses with long toes and low heels is the same yes so (laughs) so this is this is much needed so where can people find hoof map and it's spelled h-o-o-f little m big a-a-a-p-p where can folks find it
5: uh, it is available on both the Apple Play Store and the, or the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. So it's available for both Android and Apple. Which, thank goodness, because I do not function in the land of Apple. So readily available on your phone or like a tablet is the best way to use it. And then uh, what you'll also need to do is then go on to Spring Hill Equine's YouTube channel and watch our How to Take Pictures
1: of the Foot, because it's not as straightforward as you think it is. (laughs) There we go. Excellent instruction. And where can people find your podcast? Uh, We are
5: on any podcast platform as Straight from the Horse Doctor's Mouth. We're on Instagram as Horse Doctor Pod, and the Vet Clinic is everywhere as Spring Hill
1: Equine. For hanging out
3: with us, Dr. Latcher? Always even under the best circumstances travel is stressful for horses we've all been there stuck on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere you can make the journey knowing that us rider is there for you get peace of mind on the road with us riders nationwide 24 7 roadside assistance coverage for both you and your horse join today at usrider.org You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like mini horses and ridiculous ranches, plus top tier training videos and event footage from Horse and Rider On Demand and BarrelRacing.com. Live the action, learn from the pros, love the stories. Subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he
2: can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading Well if the talking in circles in the D-Lane square He's a master in the fine art
0: of persuading
2: horse trading
0: that's right. It's time for really bad ads that time of the month when listeners submit to ads from Craigslist or Facebook and we just have a little bit of fun with them. Uh, the, uh, the prizes for this month are provided by Horselovers.com, the home for everything you need for you and your horse. And the first prize is an IRH helmet, a total value of $260, because they're also throwing in the helmet bag. These are helmets that combine the latest design with superior comfort. The comfortable chin strap features a quick-release, adjustable Velcro closure. The moisture wicking, moisture wicking, removable liners are machine washable and include two thicknesses. They're terrific helmets, and they meet all the safety standards. And you're gonna get one of those in your size.
2: Yes, and uh, if you win. The other one is a Kensington fly sheet and mask. It's uh, designed to wider range of horses from lanky to broad to stocky. It has check this out. It's got UV protective uh, fly spray, insect protection and fire res- resistance. I didn't even know they made those things. It's so cool. So you'll get that and the fly sheet and the mask, and it's worth $250.
0: Over $500 in prizes, and the way you qualify for that is by sending us ads to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com, and then we read them on the show. And sometimes we don't get to all of them. Who didn't we get to this week?
2: Melody, Andrea, Summer, Kimberly, Nicole, Aaron, Taylor, all of you guys are still in the running for the prizes.
0: All right. And we had a different Taylor that sent us an ad and read it herself. Let's by the oh, what happens when you read it yourself, Jamie?
2: Oh, well, let me tell you, Glenn, great question. If you look at your at your phone and it's like has that little you can just read something and audio and email it. If you send it or they can how do they send it to us, Glenn, the other way?
0: Oh, uh, just go to the website at horseinthemorning.com and there's a little voicemail button. Click on it, okay. record, and it'll come to us magically.
2: Well, if you get magic, it's magic. It's all <laughs> magic. And if you get that in, you get double the entries if you record it yourself. Now, you also get triple the entries if you do it in an accent other than your own, because that makes me happy.
0: Okay, know? we can't so, have any more rules like that because I'm losing track of how many points we're to everybody. There's here's, only two. Here's Taylor.
3: Hello, my name is Taylor, and I'm going to be Taylor. reading a really bad ad that I found from
4: Craigslist. There's also no punctuation in here, so I'll try my best.
2: Good, broke, going gelding that anyone can ride. Will go anywhere you point him. Rode safe. Been rode around cows. Smooth as it gets. If you can't ride this horse, you don't need one. You can't put him <laughs> on a trail that will get too thick for him. You ask, he does. He is four years old. He will be the exact same horse every time you get on him. I don't care care if you don't touch him for a month. He will be the same. No buck, no bite, no BS. Winchester, Kentucky. And my favorite part of this ad is there's a photo of them crossing a creek and the guy's about to fall off the horse because he's bulging and taking off. (laughs) Unreal. He's four.
0: (laughs) Wife, you have a choice of which picture you can put up for this totally quiet horse. And you put up the one where he's about to buck the guy off.
2: <laughs> and what does it mean when you're the, the trail is thick?
0: Yeah, wh- well, all horses have a trouble getting through a thick trail if it's overgrown and there's no trail Not anymore. This Not this one. He's good. Hannah sent this one in. It's very short. A lot of short ones today. I've dropped this Philly price way down, and no one has snatched her up. How? Born March 21st, 2023. Uh, Jamie, what's missing in the picture of the Philly?
2: Uh, The entire picture? (laughs) Because the top of the head's cut off. The top of the head's cut off. That's right. You cannot
0: see from, basically, from the eyes up. You can't see. And
2: if you were to measure... I would probably say that I mean, it it's a yearling, so it's probably you know, twelve hands tall at the Withers and at least fifteen two in the haunches. <laughs> what is going on with this blessed little horse?
0: <laughs> well, oh. the other thing is maybe you would have a chance of selling it if you would tell us something about the horse. Maybe what kind it is. It's you obviously know. everybody's fault
2: because they haven't yeah, bought it yet. Nothing. Um Alice and Shore uh, went in too and this is p n w horses and tack facebook page. I'm assuming Pacific that's Pacific Northwest, North-west West, yeah, yeah. um uh, look for a barrel saddle for a sixteen four hand horse <laughs> <sighs> What? What? What does that am I, mean?
0: Am I calculating right? I wasn't good at math. Is 16, 4, 17 hands? Is that really what it is?
2: Look for just look for it, Glenn.
0: 17 hands is big for a barrel horse, isn't it?
2: <laughs> look for a barrel saddle for a 16, 4 hand horse. <laughs> that's really stupid allison like,
0: did you have one well did you send sell this person a barrel saddle
2: i mean 17 hand horses are super known for very very good so what, they can like, turn what on is a is dime
0: jamie one barrel
2: horses you know and now, you like, have a 17
0: hand horse that horse turn on a dime
2: i don't have a 17 don't hand you? Horse. they're too damn big
0: did, i thought you did i thought one of them was going to be 17 close to 17 hands
2: Well, I hope not. Let's move on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Rosemary sent this one in. It's our trailer of the week. Livestock trailer $700, which is over our our allowed price. Small animal livestock trailer. Perfect for small livestock or minis. Huge tack area. (laughs) Uh, needs work on metal. Needs a tire, and one needs to be inflated. But has, <laughs> but has a spare. Not sure the status of it. <laughs> the May- <laughs>
2: status of it? I've never heard that before.
0: <laughs> May take trades: milk cow, young heifers, calves, hay, fiber, animals. What's the fiber, fiber animal? I've never heard of a fiber animal. Is that like a stuffed animal? They're made of I fibers. Don't know. I don't know. Are you Googling it right now? I'm going to Google it because I need okay. to know. I need to know what a fiber animal is because I have no idea. We learn something new on this segment every week. Fiber I, animal. I, oh, yeah, it's I, probably like a sheep. That's
2: oh. a fiber animal? Yes. I've never heard anybody say fiber animal I didn't before. either.
0: What are examples of fiber animals? Alpacas, angoras, cashmeres, camels, mohair, wool, sheep. Look, we learned something new today. In well, any case, now I
2: feel stupid. <laughs> Everybody else probably knew that except for us.
0: <laughs> in any case, if you want a typical round fronted two horse trailer with a very small tack area that they're calling very large in wonderful shape, oh, they didn't talk about what was in it. There's stuff piled that? up to the back of the back door, and I cannot tell because the sun was. It was a wonderful picture. The sun's right there; you can't tell.
2: Listen, but if you it can want yours this, for a yes. fiber animal,
0: we're not sure about the tires. You might have to bring your own to get this home because <laughs> apparently one's flat, the other one's deflated, and the spare is. Uh, we don't know because it's probably under the junk in the trailer.
2: And unfortunately, Glenn, as much as you called me a homesteader and I was excited, I've now lost my (laughs) homesteader card because it's gone now because I didn't know what a fiber animal was.
0: All right. Well, you're right. You do lose that until you get a sheep.
2: Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Now I know, though. So who knows? Uh, The next one comes from... If I gave you
0: a choice, sheep or alpaca, which one are you going to pick?
2: Can I have a a baby sheep and then... (laughs) For like a minute, because they're really
0: cute. Yeah, they do grow up.
2: Let's just not talk about it, because I'm just going to get in trouble.
0: (laughs) That's true. Because
2: here's, I'll pick one, and then some listener is going to be like, here's the one for you, I'm sure there's one of our listeners that has
0: alpacas that's going to be sending you pretty kid pictures soon. Uh
2: Uh-huh, yeah, and then I get divorced, because (laughs) I can't have any more animals. Anyway, Savannah sent the next one in, and this is the Facebook page, Arkansas Halters... Wait, what? Arkansas halters RE home 800 and less. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this means. But let me just read the article because it, it doesn't get any better. Rock E mountain mare 10R so 14R so hands 800 in Lincoln. What? <laughs> There's more questions and answers.
0: There's a pictures of. Oh, I love how they've have pictures of the horse and apparently a baby. Maybe
2: I don't know, but I love the picture that they've posted. That is a picture of the horse that is reaching around getting a fly yes. like, off of its back.
0: <laughs> it's starts swatting its tail. It's like swatting
2: it's... its tail and like going to bite its side.
0: <laughs> Amy sent the next one in. This very short as well.
2: By the, the way, Rocky is R O C K
0: E. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a rocky mountain. Does anyone have any horses for sale, 1,200 or under, looking for a riddable horse no smaller than 14HH, preferably a western riding horse, located in Pennsylvania?
2: These are short and sweet, sweet. and they just give us a whole lot more questions.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, no, I can't go on until, yeah, the comments, what I was going to, why don't you read the comment for everybody, because that makes okay. this.
2: Okay, read the ad, and then I'll read okay. the uh, comment.
0: Does anyone have any horses for sale, 1,200 or under, looking for a riddable horse no smaller than 14HH, preferably a Western riding horse?
2: I have a trail horse. She's 23. One comma XXX registered. Can breed her to my stud if wanted.
0: <laughs> I knew you'd love this one. Oh, God. I can read my 23-year-old to my stud and give it to you. For a thousand dollars. Please,
2: please don't breed your twenty-three-year-old to a stallion and, and send it to somebody who wants to spend twelve hundred dollars. Stop it! Stop it! And by the way, Gelger Stud. I don't know who it is, but it doesn't matter. You need to castrate that thing. All right, Casey I noticed the next how they in. crossed
0: out the names so we wouldn't use them on here.
2: <laughs> oh, it's so fun. I don't it, she doesn't even say what Facebook page this is, so I can go through. Amy, you gotta let us know. All right. Um, Thing is, there's other 12 other comments on the whole thing. So other people have helped trying to help. All right. Casey sent this one in horse. This is a uh, it looks like a Craigslist horse. Thirty five hundred dollars. 17-year-old Gelding was sold to me as a beginner horse, but he has not done well with us. Had a trainer look at him, and he says he needs some training because he has been in a defensive state for a long, long time. No time right now for extra training that I wasn't expecting. And here's a picture of This poor looks like a it's like a white something, (laughs) something type of horse. And it's tied to a tree and it's wearing a Bass Pro Shop
0: hat. I know, I noticed that. (laughs) This horse makes it look like the sweetest horse of all time. (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. This
0: picture tied to a tree. Good luck getting
2: $3,500 for that. That's
0: how I found Scooter when I rescued him, tied to a tree. All Was
2: he really? Up.
0: Yep. Oh. Gonzalez uh, or Nicole sent this one in. Um, 1992 Ford Ranger regular cab custom short bed for $2,500. Oh my God. I okay. just saw the pictures. It has a couple of vacuum leaks and an exhaust leak. Speedometer doesn't work or the gas hand due to it not hooked up, mainly looking at trades has ran excellent for six years now, just wants something different.
2: Okay, so the picture is of the front of the car, and
0: oh my god, what? And then there's a picture of the car sitting headfirst in a ditch with its back end straight up.
2: It's basically run off the road and is in a ditch. Like, it's it's
0: in a ditch. And, this is and a day even... when you're posting pictures in your ads that you shouldn't be posting. This makes me want to buy it. It's tough. It landed oh in the ditch, God. and they got it back out.
2: <laughs> you don't know if you got it out or not. It's still in the back. So it's like a truck. Uh, it's like a little, like, one of those, what, what kind of truck is that? This is, is an that? old
0: Ford, uh, tube, you know, just a short cab truck.
2: The Ford Ranger, it's run off the road. You can see the tire marks. It's run off the ditch, and it's in a it's in a ditch. So like the front is in, on in the ditch and the the rear is hanging up and in the back of the trailer is a lawnmower. <laughs> why? Why? Do you
0: think this is why it has a vacuum leak and an exhaust leak and the speedometer doesn't work?
2: <laughs> I can't imagine why it doesn't work. That's so weird. <laughs>
0: Could be a reason. All right. Uh, Lorreen sent this one in, and we're going to end on Lorreen like we always oh, do.
2: I'd love her.
4: Good morning. It's Lorene Barden, and I'm hey. going to read a really bad ad. Awesome. And this is a Craigslist
2: ad that's titled Horse Red Dunn, and Dunn is spelled D-U-N-N, for $1,500. Do have papers of her mother selling for $1,500 reasons dot dot neck rein lunge sounds with kids or even other animals comes by her name red gets and goes by the swing of your feet or a slap on the ass just as a horse should be oh my god and that's the whole ad um yeah not sure exactly what they're trying to say but it was pretty bad thanks for listening bye
0: slap on the ass gets me going <laughs> i mean why not
2: hold on so i know we usually end on her but i just clicked on craigslist because it's always something entertaining and this is in the farm and garden section and it's two thousand dollars in cromwell oklahoma and it is a picture for sale a male kangaroo why is there a male kangaroo for sale in oklahoma
0: I don't Bless know. It. Is it a fiber animal? Let me look that up.
2: <laughs> it's a. Yeah, then I could be um,
0: completely could be a homesteader. A
2: homesteader.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, you should. Not, Fridays are bad for you. They really are.
2: Oh, my God. I'm going to make your day,
0: kangaroo. though. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about some polarizing foods in the post show with the auditors, but I'm going to make everybody's day because it is National Chianti Day. So go out and get yourself a bottle. Have a great weekend. We will not be here on Monday. We'll have a best up for you on Monday cuz it's a holiday. This one oh, snuck up right. quick. <laughs> it's September already, so it's a holiday, and Monday will not be here. We'll be back on Tuesday with the uh, with with another episode for you, and then uh, we'll have a whole month full of uh, programming for you. I think I'm not going anywhere. I think you're going somewhere one day, but mostly we're going to be here next month.
2: I'm no, I'm gone Friday. Remember next Friday? Yeah,
0: that's what you're. One day, I think you're out. Uh, one day, one day. We'll Head to Atlanta.
2: Friday. Go see my family. And I'm going to a Braves game Oh Ooh, yeah There you
0: go That's perfect
2: Alright everybody Spade Dudergeld
0: Does anybody work there still That you worked with When you worked there At the Braves?
2: I have no They have a whole new stadium I'm so excited Oh yeah You
0: won't, you haven't seen that yet I know It would be great
2: But that's after I get the kangaroo Because I gotta <laughs> do that first <laughs>
0: So, we haven't talked about food yet this week, and uh, for new auditors, Jamie and I disagree about almost everything food, uh, but I found this article that Instacart put out, who we became very good friends with during COVID. What and is
2: Instacart?
0: It, you, They work with uh, grocery stores, and so like Publix down here, the big grocery short chain, uses Instacart to deliver groceries to your house. Okay. So during COVID we were using Instacart to get groceries delivered. And they, you know, they're huge though. They're they're worldwide and they do a bazillion grocery deliveries and they have the studies of what foods people buy and which ones they hate the most. So, these are the foods that are the most polarizing foods that people just Okay, over. so are you
2: going to name it? I'm going to guess if it's popular or not popular. No,
0: no. This, these are all unpopular. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll start at the least unpopular to the most unpopular. What we're going to see is whether you and I even eat these foods. <laughs> That's what we're going to see. So le- or the uh, one of the least unpopular foods is mayonnaise. I personally like mayonnaise. I'm okay with mayonnaise.
2: Pe- one of the least popular is mayonnaise?
0: Yeah. People, uh, yeah. So this is list. They're all unpopular, but this is the least of the unpopular group.
2: So okay. So I don't like mayonnaise, but I do like vegan mayonnaise. And so we have only vegan-aise in my house. So that's all. And, and everybody likes it. But like, yeah, I don't like regular mayonnaise because it's like eggs. I don't like regular
0: mayonnaise either. I like Miracle Whip because that's what I grew up with. So that's <laughs> oh, I mean.
2: wow. That's even worse.
0: <laughs> Pickles is next on the list. I love pickles. I'm sorry. I like pickles. I love pickles too. Coconut. I don't I can eat it. It's not my favorite.
2: Ugh. Lucas loves coconut. I'm not a coconut fan.
0: Cilantro. Isn't that just always in like- stuff? Cilantro is a, a,
2: a, basically a plant. And you take yeah. it, and you, when you make salsa, it's yeah. in salsa. I love cilantro, but there are people. They always say that it's one of those foods, like olives, where you either are born liking it or born hating it. It's like a like um, it's in your DNA.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that because the next one on the list is olives. <laughs> oh. And I love olives. I'm the one that can go to the olive bar at the grocery store and just pick all the olives.
2: So here's what's funny is my husband can too, but I won't I won't kiss him <laughs> for like days after he eats olives because it is that terrible to me. And I, I just can't do it. So then I, I just found a, a a jar and it's a it's Tiny like cherry tomatoes, but like green cherry tomatoes that are like in a jar and it's like pickled tomatoes. And I took a bite of it and I almost threw up because it they had like like, tasted like olives, but they were tomatoes. It didn't matter. I almost died. Like, but yeah, (laughs) there's no Chad knows. Like, don't even. I'm not gonna. We're not making out anytime soon. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Okay, the top ten most hated foods: mushrooms. I'm with her there. I cannot do mushrooms. The consistency, the flavor, I just can't. My mother used to make everything with mushrooms, and I used to sit there meticulously and pick those mushrooms out. I could not eat mushrooms. So,
2: as a vegetarian, I am harassed continuously because I think mushrooms are disgusting. <laughs> mushrooms, and I'll say, yeah, because I eat a lot anything. of vegetarian
0: things at restaurants are the They're what are the big mushrooms, mushrooms the portobello or whatever the big mushrooms
2: pizza mushrooms yeah Mushrooms. Yeah, use the, them for uh, like and, sandwich bread <laughs> no 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 don't don't even mushrooms and olives are the the two things that i can't i can't deal with it and people harass me that i'm a vegetarian cuz i don't like mushrooms but i don't care
0: fennel whatever. fennel's one of those that you know it's, it's just i don't know I don't think I have any opinion about fennel. Uh, fennel
2: is like, um, like I think it's like licorice yeah, tasting. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's not something you have a lot. So I don't. It's uh,
2: I, I've made it with like when I had like those meals come where they send the box and you have to like cook it, you know, and you cook these meals and they would do fennel. I'm like, who the hell would eat this? It's disgusting.
0: The next thing I've tried several times, several ways, and I'm still, I still hate it. Brussels sprouts. I can't do Brussels
2: sprouts. Oh my God. I love them. I eat them all the time. I'm not I take, a like,
0: broccoli person either, but I, whatever, Heather made broccoli the other night when we were there, and I had the broccoli because I was trying to be polite. And whatever sauce she put on it made the broccoli very good. Uh, so. so is
2: broccoli on the list?
0: No, it's on my oh. list. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I love Brussels sprouts, but like my mom, we grew up with, my mom just. Taking them out of the can, like they were canned oh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Well, which it's is, almost like oh! being pickled. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, they're like little soggy balls, like gross. <laughs> so you chop them up, cut them, put them in your air fryer, like super delicious. Put some balsamic vinegar. Yes, delicious.
0: Capers. Jennifer hates capers. She don't like capers at all. Uh, again, another one that you don't see a whole lot anyway. The next oh. one, you have growing in apparently abundance, and uh, it is hated. And I think you have to be from the south to like this in the first place, and that's okra.
2: Oh, my God. People don't like okra. No,
0: I don't like okra either.
2: I you know I where I can pickled. eat okra? Is I if can it's, eat it all
0: the jar. If it's in chili, and basically the chili masks the flavor of the okra.
2: I need to cut for one second. They just called me about the okay. shed. Here, hold on. It's
0: never... Hello, it's
2: Caleb. Hey, Caleb, it's Jamie. Uh, sorry, Mr. Yeah, call. just let you know, we just got out of Tecumseh on Highway 9,
0: taking your are a later than we was hoping to be, but that's where we are.
2: That's okay. I don't know where Tecumseh is, so so do you know how how many minutes out you are? Oh,
0: just a minute. I'm going to look.
2: Hello? You there?
1: Yeah, I'm just looking to see how far oh. we're off.
0: About 25 minutes. Perfect. Okay,
2: wonderful. Thank you.
0: Okay. okay bye. bye. Yeah, We only have a couple more of these. We'll be wrapped up. Husband. About another five minutes. <clears throat> Perfect. All right. Three, two, one. Okay, here are the top five. Blue cheese. Very polarizing. You either like blue cheese or you don't like blue cheese. It's
2: disgusting.
0: Gross. Beets. Love beets. You're from the South. Uh, oysters. Well, I know you don't like Oysters disgusting yeah i just think everything about watch i cannot even watch people eat (laughs) black licorice is number two
2: no yeah no my grandma would eat that did you eat the red licorice i'll eat red like twizzlers yeah hell yeah yeah, man
0: (laughs) but not black no that is a flavor and the number one most hated food can you any guess
2: okay i mean it's on pizza sometimes uh and
0: anchovies yes you are correct my dad used to eat them right out of the can oh my god yep open that little can pshht, and eat. Yep. we are
2: lucky to be like you know what is amazing <laughs> is that my parents always had vienna sausage and spam
0: oh there you go that's healthy that's good southern I mean, food right there.
2: <laughs> if you're eating meat in a can i feel like you should rethink your choices but i'm still upset about the okra thing because pickled okra or fried okra is like some of my favorite food in the world (laughs) well we're gonna
0: leave it at that we'll leave it at a positive jamie likes okra
2: okay
1: boys and girls we're done here now go ride your horse